Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So here's one of my favorite political teases we've had in quite a while. Here's the headline I'll read it to you. Kamala Harris claims she didn't eat a grape. Oh, darn, I ruined it. Let me try it again. Edit this out when we actually air the show. Kamala Harris claims to eat first grape in her 20s over labor boycott. <laughs> Come on. Wow. Now that's a headline. She claims she held off on eating grapes until well into her 20s because of the labor boycott. Even though the the now people are you know digging into it and uh, the timeline doesn't meet up with her age and the labor boycott and a variety of other things, which harkens okay, back wow, to this... when she said she used to listen to some Tupac music when she smoked pot, but the album didn't come out until long after when she was in college. So whatever. Anyway, wow this this story, such as it is, is like an onion. The more layers I peel, the more it reveal themselves. So she's claiming that because of. Some concern about laborers in California. She refused to eat a grape. Is that what I'm supposed to say? She first tried grapes in her 20s because she would never cross a picket line. Although a review of dates involved reveals problems with the account. Eating table grapes was shunned by labor activists. I don't remember this controversy. But but between the ages of 19 and 36, meaning Harris would have had to flout at a picket line if her story was true. All right. So All right. Yeah. Boy, she is at least three different kinds of incompetent. 
The, the, the pot one is a better one. When she told the story, remember when she was on that radio show, and she said she was smoking pot in college while listening to Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Critics pointed out that Harris graduated from Howard University in 1986, long before Tupac released his first album, and seven years before Snoop Dogg released his first album. But, you know, we all might have memories that don't fit like that, actually, if you look way back. You know, it's okay to be a dope. It's okay to be dishonest, but try not to be a dishonest dope. (laughs) I came across this article in the New York Times, and I think that's significant because the headline is, Republicans seek path for constitutional convention. Uh, A second convention, some Republicans want to force one. And a new book by a former Democratic senator warns of the risks of allowing states to call for a convention. And I thought, okay. I've always thought that if you get enough states to approve the idea of a constitutional convention where you come back and, and talk about, uh, you know, what could be done to improve the Constitution or whatever, so long as you follow the rules, I thought, well, that's, you know, it's been a couple of centuries and we are a self-governing people. I mean, why not? Yeah, it's I an actually interesting thought. either I watched a C-SPAN thing or listened to a podcast once with our friend uh, Tim Sandifer, Tim the Lawyer where he and another smart person were discussing things they would change about the Constitution, and it was fascinating with some really good ideas. Yeah, and I was especially interested in this article because they, they, they framed this question as Republicans are pushing for it, wise Democrats are resisting it, and Russ Feingold is the former Democratic senator that was referenced in the headline, and he was a uh, he was a pretty moderate guy, a smart guy. He was often one of those work-across-the-table guys. So I thought, okay, if there are problems with this idea, he will point them out aggressively in the New York Times, which will be sympathetic to his views. Uh, I'm just going to uh, share a couple of things for you with you, and I will be fair. I will read them from the article. They mentioned that Jody Arrington, who's a conservative Texas Republican uh, rep, Thinks it's it's time. I think the states are due a convention. It's time to rally states, reign in Washington responsibly. Most of the pro people just want to deal with government spending and government overreach. How big and powerful the federal government is. Obviously something, if you listen to the show, you know we're pretty sympathetic with. But to Russ Feingold, former Democratic senator for Wisconsin, president of the American Constitution Society, a liberal judicial group. Oh, my God. The New York Times actually labeled a liberal group a liberal group. I remember for like a decade and a half, they would always label conservatives, but never liberals. Anyway, they've come around. At least this uh, writer has. Uh, they say it is a terrible idea. Mr. Feingold sees the prospect of a constitutional convention as an exceptionally dangerous threat from the right and suggests it is closer to reality than most people realize. Wow! Wow! Exceptionally dangerous! Let's Let's delve further into this. What do you what do you put the chances of this happening at? Is this like is this got a chance of actually happening? Wow, what a great question! Ah, slimish. That might be exactly what we need. That was you read my mind right now, slimish. But we had an email earlier saying, "Do you guys think there will be a civil war? What will it look like? You know, etc." This could be the valve, the release valve. Right. Right. We're we're so polarized and and uh, you know we're a record high wrong track. Maybe that is the time that we really argue over this stuff. People uh, pay a little more attention. We get into the 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 the, the nitty gritty of the details and work some things out. I kind of like the sound of it. Wrong. 
Uh-oh. Mr. Feingold says this could gut our Constitution. There needs to be real concern and attention to what they might do. We're putting out the alert. While the rise of election deniers, new voting restrictions, ooh, they're not actually new at all, uh, and other electoral maneuvering gets most of the attention, Feingold rates the prospect of a second constitutional convention as just a great, as grave a threat to democratic governance. If you think this is democracy's moment of truth, this is one of those things. Well, hang on, I gotta point out right there. You're talking about democracy, which we're not exactly, but that's a tired old subject. Uh, a grave threat to democratic governance to convene all of the states, and that takes, I believe, two-thirds votes of the states to even convene this thing, and then to democratically debate and then vote on and then send out to ratify the changes we make. What could conceivably be, I mean, use your imagination, what could be a better manifestation of democratic governance than that? Right. That's the very definition of it. That'd be awesome, though. I mean, I th- 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 I would get excited about that. Oh, I would, too. I would, too. And anything that wasn't seen as a really strong idea that gets widespread support, not just like numbers of people, but it would have to pass in, in uh, two-thirds of the states, if, if I have my, my rules straight, and forgive me if I don't, I'll check, but so it, it couldn't just be, yeah, all the people of New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and uh, Philadelphia, all lefties, all blue cities, they voted for it, it's a simple majority of the people of the United States, no, You'd have to pick up some Nebraskas and Florida, and and Illinois would have to like it as well as Texas and that sort of thing. Um, but let's say maybe I'm missing some of the arguments. Uh, there's an aspect of Article Five in the Constitution. I should have mentioned this first. That says in part that Congress, quote, on the application of the legislatures of two thirds of the several states, shall call a convention for proposing amendments. They mentioned that uh, we've had 27 changes to the Constitution by amendment. With the amendments originating in Congress subject to ratification by the states, which is an arduous route. Ah, uh, blah, blah, blah. They mention, they uh, quote Rick Santorum. I'll give you a pro. We need to channel the energy to restore and reclaim this country's traditional values and founding principles of lim- limited government closest to the people and individual freedom and responsibility. The idea of the more local, the better, not the more federal, the better. Uh, I will, uh, I will tell you this. There, some states said we should do this years and years and years and years ago, and it's not clear whether they would have to re-vote. There are a lot of question marks here. But again, uh, this is more about the principles involved than whether this is actually going to happen anytime uh, soon. Um, let's see. There was one more uh, quote I wanted to get to. Um, oh, yeah, we might gut the Constitution, says Feingold, a runaway proceeding. Uh, delegates might seize the opportunities to promote wholesale changes in the founding document. Not a chance that happens. And veer into areas that would seek to restrict federal power governing the environment, education, and health care, well, among other right. issues. Oh, that's kind of up to the people. Um, and and he, he makes a couple more points about, wow, we might just tear up the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to stop you right there, Russ, buddy. You're on the side which has been arguing since I was a child, and I studied extensively in a major public university. You've been promoting the fact that it's a living constitution. 
The Constitution should be changed to adapt to modern times. The courts should be able to interpret the Constitution broadly so that it solves modern problems. And now, all of a sudden, when everybody wants to follow the most careful, deliberate, arduous procedures to change it exactly right, you're like, oh, my stars, the Constitution is sacred. You can't touch that. Oh, it's incredibly dishonest. I I came at this article thinking, okay, I got to see what the weaknesses in my position are. I got to figure out if I'm right on this. I I went into the article thinking, you know, that's an interesting idea. I'm intrigued by it. I think I'm in favor of it. I came out of this brilliant piece of journalism thinking, let's do it as soon as possible. Right. Might be the very thing that we need. For everybody to feel like they're they they've they've got some uh, agency, some 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 uh, some say in the way things work. Oh, uh, self governance, as opposed to wishing that the the vast and mysterious forces that that are Washington D.C., that great distant capital that doesn't give a single piece of crap what you think and about your life, all they care about is 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 lobbyists and power. The idea that you, the people, would get a say. No wonder the Russ Feingolds in New York Times, the world, are terrified. They hate that idea, in spite of all their jabbering about democracy all the time. This is great. Love it. Russia has sanctioned 25 Americans, including Sean Penn and Ben Stiller, some of our greatest celebrities. Uh, Also, people who snore are more likely to get cancer, and the details of that are kind of interesting. And a number of other things we ought to tell you about today. President Zelensky gave a wide-ranging interview to ABC News yesterday. A whole bunch of different things. Hope you can stay with us. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Drill deep to left field. There it goes. See ya. A long home run into the second deck. Number 54. And the Yankees lead 4-2. to two. So if you're not following that, that's Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees, who's having one of the greatest seasons in the history of baseball, if you exclude steroid freaks. And he's on pace to break Roger Maris's single-season record, which a lot of people consider still the actual single-season home run record, because yeah. Barry Bonds was obviously a steroid abuser. So however you feel about that particular issue, either care or you don't. Um, I still, let's check out, the, let's break out the orchidometer just to be sure. That's a device to measure the girth of a man's testicles. I just want to make sure that everything's on the up and up. One quick interesting thing about Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees uh, who is, again, having one of the great seasons in the history of the game, going back 130 years, he's 6'7", damn near 300 pounds. Ooh. That is a big man. Wow. That is a, a beast. That is a beast of a baseball player. Holy wow. crap. Um, also, speaking of sports briefly, I got sucked into the whole uh, Serena Williams U.S. Open thing for a while. Didn't watch match one a week ago when we were on the air, but then I, I watched Wednesday night. We were off the air uh, late last week and uh, watched her beat that poor girl. 
Um, that was just so. That the, the worst thing about that was is that the opponent of whoever Serena Williams played, everybody was against them. She so had this plucky twenty-four-year-old <laughs> girl, number two tennis player in the world. Seems like a nice enough person. Everybody, including the announcers and every human in the crowd and in the world, was rooting against her and would cheer. Her parents were booing her. Would cheer every mistake she made, and she finally wilted under the pressure of that. And Serena won. Then Serena actually uh, lost to a woman who somehow was able to turn it into. Some athletes have that thing where uh, where they they get angry and it makes you know they get mad. Oh yeah, you think I can't do it? Some people collapse. People like me collapse. If you think I can't do it, I think you're probably right. I probably can't. Oh, do it. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, some people, some people oh, yeah. play play better on the road. They get motivated by it. Yeah, yeah, like like the anger, and she she was able to do that, and Serena finally lost as a. You know, an old woman has got kids. It's not easy to do. So, she's forty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, we also mentioned last uh, before we went on vacation. I saw a follow up to this yesterday. Ian Bremer tweeted this out. I'm not uh, Joe. Always does this caveat. And I'll do it myself. I'm I'm not uh, anti uh, conservationist. I'm uh, I'm pro environment, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. Um, I'm not out to mock the environmental movement, but I am out to point out when it is fanciful. It's not actually accomplishing anything. And one of the things that didn't accomplish anything was the switch from paper bags to plastic bags, then back to paper bags, then to hemp bags and all those different sort of stuff. And Ian Bremmer uh, tweeted out the latest study that shows grocery bag comparisons and the environmental impact of them. And I only find this important from the standpoint of understand unforeseen results. What is that phrase you use for that? Just unforeseen consequences. Yeah, unforeseen consequences. Organic cotton bags, you would have to use a plastic, you would have to reuse it 20,000 times to break even on the whole impact of the environment thing versus using plastic bags 20,000 wow. times and you're not going to use your organic cotton bag 20,000 times and they go through the various uh, every bag has got its uh different uh but by far the best thing is those super thin flimsy or, or thinner than paper plastic bags that we now use in the grocery stores for the environment those actually turn out to be Single-use plastic bags have less environmental impact on the planet than everything else we've tried. And again, I don't care about bags at grocery stores that much. It's just the unforeseen consequences thing of electric cars and power and solar and wind and all these different things that you tout all the time. Yeah, I think it's less unforeseen consequences than just uh, shallow analysis. Electric cars don't burn gas, so they're better. Okay, right. where does the battery come from? What materials are in it? How much energy does it take? Uh, what has to be mined to make that? What does the mining do to the environment? How much is energy? How much energy is burned in in producing this thing? It's just it's young child level analysis that you frequently get from the enthusiastic "I want to show what a good person I am" crowd. And then you just don't think. And then yeah. California announcing right before Labor Day weekend, don't charge your electric car this weekend didn't you just say two days ago that we're gonna be all electric cars like by 2035 or something now you're telling me you can't charge your electric car because it's gonna be hot what the hell 
<laughs> I don't know if you've noticed it's uh, hot every year. Every year. First polling out on what people think of the college bl- uh, bailout plan from Biden. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Leaders across the continent are trying to figure out how they can share energy where needed. France will fire up all its nuclear power plants this winter. Half are currently under repair. And Germany will keep a couple on standby, having sworn off nuclear years ago. Yeah, well, that was stupid. But uh, nuclear is having its day once again in Europe and in the United States, uh, which I'm happy about. Um, but uh, Russia did announce over the weekend, in case you didn't catch that, that gas supplies to Europe will not resume until the West lifts the sanctions against Moscow over the invasion in Ukraine. That's not going yeah, to I happen. I've got a question for you. W- why does nobody bring up Angela Merkel, who is hailed as a hero? I think it's because she's a woman and most of the media is liberal. Why are people not saying... Uh, this gal presided over shutting down all the nuclear plants and becoming completely dependent on Russia. Why is she not being, you know, called out for for the, her terrible, terrible policies? 
I don't get it. Yeah, I wish more of them would be. But um, as Ian Bremmer uh, put it, Putin admitting Russia will no longer provide unimpeded gas to Europe until sanctions are lifted is not going to do anything. He said, let's assume Russia cuts off all gas to Europe, all of it. Europeans suffer mightily. Crowds come out into the streets. Will any of the EU sanctions on Russia come off? Not a one. His reading of the situation is that the the public is united and the governments are united in not giving in on this at all. Michael McFowl, the former ambassador who we quote all the time since this invasion started, exactly, he responded to Ian. Some Russians somehow believe that making people suffer will make them subservient. The exact opposite is true. It's going to make people think, no, you don't do this to us. Screw you. Yeah, interesting to see. Severing any, uh, any connective tissue that might be left. I hope they're right. I think they probably are. I know it's going to take a while, a significant amount of time to get the infrastructure in place to accept, say, American natural gas. Uh, so what are people going to freeze to death in Europe or... Government warming centers? Are they going to hand out coal? Uh, well, for one thing, know. they're expecting the prices I heard this morning to maybe be fivefold to heat your house in Great Britain. Ah, uh, bad news, kids. No food, medicine, or shoes. Right. You know, once again, because we're so rich and powerful, none of us are really feeling anything from the invasion of Ukraine. Maybe some of the gas prices. Yeah. But we're not really feeling it the way Europe is is feeling it and is going to feel it this winter. Like, really actually sacrificing for the people of Ukraine. Well, and I think one way to measure it is, uh, you know, uh, how many people or what levels of society are going to be suffering. Because, you know, in the U.S., the inflation and the rising gas prices, the poorest who have to get to work, they felt it bad. Uh, you know, we don't feel it in the same way as middle-class folk. But in Europe, it's going to be damn near everybody. Unless you, like, have a private jet um, level of rich, yeah, it's going to hurt like hell. And one other headline I just came across won't fill in the entire backstory because it would take too long. You either know this story or not. Joe talked about it a week or so ago. You remember the whole Navy scandal? It was really horrible. You had this guy, Fat Leonard, who was double-dealing and... It was really like mobbed up at way too high a level in the Navy for a long time, apparently. Anyway, Fat Leonard cut cut his ankle monitor and disappeared Sunday, weeks before he was to be sentenced in the Navy bribery scandal. So he is gone. Oh, wow. I'm astonished (laughs) that he was like out with an ankle monitor. He's like the the king of flight risk. He has connections all over the globe. He has a global or at least a a regional business. He's an Asian guy who's mobbed up. You don't think he's going to flee? Well, you know what? I've offended. I've I've broken some of the laws and. I'm going to be punished, and by golly, Jimmy, I should be punished, and I'm going to take that punishment. Yoink, he's gone. Please, he's not going to sit there honorably and wait to be thrown in a cage? That's hilarious. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if he didn't have some help. Anyway. Oh, I guarantee he did. Right. Absolutely um, he did. So the first polling is out. I was looking forward to this on people's opinions about the college loan bailout. We will get to that at some point. Uh, also, the most regretted college majors. They're exactly what you'd think they'd be. So uh, I got stuck on a plane 
for five hours sitting on the tarmac not going anywhere. I want to talk a little bit about that because uh, the way the airlines abuse us has got to come to an end. It's just ridiculous. We'll tell you more about that here in a second. I'm surprised there's not more violence. Yeah, but, uh, I am too. I, on a more pleasant note, I did, we well, con- I did. I did react in a way that I am embarrassed about on the okay. plane. I vocal vocally. I'm glad I didn't oh. get tased by a federal marshal. I'm looking forward to hearing that story. Uh, more pleasant fare, definitely. Uh, a conversation over the weekend with my family. We were gathered for my daughter's wedding and uh, discussing Hello Fresh, a fabulous way. To not have the, what do you want to have tonight? Well, nothing's thawed. Well, I'm tired of that. What? No, HelloFresh takes care of shopping and prepping, which saves you time and stress on hectic weeknights, especially always something original and delicious for dinner. Yeah, me as a single parent who doesn't know how to cook, it's fantastic. Or you're empty nesters and you think, hey, I don't want to cook a giant meal for two people. And we got a special uh, deal right now for you to try out HelloFresh. You're really going to like this. Get 16 free meals across seven boxes with the code Armstrong at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. This is a this is a great deal. This is a great and introduction. Get, and you get dozens of choices every week. So you choose stuff that sounds really good to you. Again, HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. You get those 16 free meals across seven boxes. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. Remember that code, Armstrong16. I have mostly traveled over the last dozen years with kids. And, um, uh, you know, when they're, when they're really young, it's really hard. And if you've ever done it, you know. And I, and I, and I thought at the time, if I'm ever traveling again in my life without children, I'm going to consider it a vacation no matter what happens because I don't care. I used to smugly feel like I was such a relaxed traveler. Other people seemed so uptight. Yeah, it's because I had no freaking responsibilities. <laughs> if you're traveling by yourself and you got nowhere you got to be and no kids with you, it's really easy to roll with the punches. But man, when you got kids with you, holy crap. And you're carrying like four bags full of stuff and trying to feed them and get them to the bathroom and everything like that. Oh my God, it's a nightmare. So right. I, I wasn't complaining that much as I was, you know, childless and all that sort of stuff on a plane. But I was at uh, Burbank Airport. Got on the plane for a 50-minute flight to go back home on uh, Sunday morning and ended up sitting on the plane for over five hours on the tarmac in 110-degree heat outside. And while they had the air conditioning, you know how it works. If the plane's not rolling, they, they barely work. And it was so damn hot in there. Five hours didn't go anywhere. And I don't know what the real reason was, because I don't expect these people are being honest with me. But uh, originally it was thunderstorms, okay. Then it was some sort of mechanical problem, all right. Then it was a different mechanical problem. Then it, then it was, hey, we're just waiting on the paperwork. And as soon as we get the paperwork, we'll be on our way. And then they'd come back 20 minutes. Um, uh, bad news, everybody. The, uh, the We have another light that's come on. and just It was uh, the constantly changing stories. Oh, I know man. I've heard from people inside the airlines, um... If you can confirm or deny this, I would love to know it. It is, it's Goodhart's law at work. Once a measure becomes a goal, it ceases to be a good measure. Well, years ago, they decided to measure the airlines and reward them or punish them based on departure times, delays, that sort of thing. So what did the airlines do? If they got one plane they can't get off the ground, rather than all the planes all day long be three minutes late so that you can get that plane back in line. You let that plane sit out there all freaking day long and ruin the day or week 
or lives of mm-hmm. 200 people to have yeah, all you these... get the honor of being the sacrificial lambs. But Congratulations. All the other flights are then on time so that they can check their box of 99% of our flights were on time. We just had one flight that never actually left. And those as, people are all dead. As opposed to you could have a, a, a 100% of your planes were three minutes late, but they all went somewhere. And, you know, I think that's what happens um, from what I've read. I think that's what was going on here. They just couldn't jam us back in the line. But, oh, my God, people were unhappy. It was so freaking hot on that plane. Toward the oh. end of it, and, and and a fair number of kids, there were probably six kids on the plane, and those poor parents, I felt so bad for them, ranging from tiny baby to, like, five years old and trying to keep them entertained. <laughs> and, no, no, I don't remember any beverages. At one point, they brought out cups of water during the five hours. Wow. Did anybody get, like, crazy militant or anything? uh, As Joe texted yesterday when I was texting about this, that that we're not allowed to treat prisoners like this. It's against the law. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, at one point, the one of the stewardesses, and I think she did this on her own, was was taking ice from their ice thing and putting handfuls in little plastic trash bags and taking them around and handing them out to people so they could put them on their necks or their faces or whatever. Because everybody was just pouring sweat in there and getting angrier oh. and angrier as the time went on. And uh, and they do it because I've been through this a couple of times now. It's always if they told you at the beginning. Uh, you're going to shit here for five hours and not go anywhere. Uh, there would be a revolt, but they do it a little bit at a time, just uh, just fifteen more minutes, and then blah 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 blah. Uh, it's bad news, but to twenty more minutes and we'll be on our way, and blah blah blah. And you just little by little, and the next thing you know, the day is over, and you're just going back home. <laughs> yeah, the uh, paperwork's here, but uh, we've misplaced the wings. We're not sure where the wings are for the plane, so we're going to track those down. Should be uh, about another fifteen minutes, and we'll be on the way. Hey, we forgot where we're going, so we're going to check in with the tower and uh, see. Where it is, we're all heading, folks. And uh, uh, pilot got tired of waiting. He left, but uh, you need to sit there, and we'll see if we can get uh, another crew on. Should be about another uh, fifteen minutes. It was a packed, packed flight. Not a single empty seat, and so m effing hot in there. I mean, it was just oh, like man. we were baking in this tube. And I thought, how long can they do this without it becoming some sort of international incident where the UN is meeting and the Security Council and that sort of thing for uh, the, well, the abuse of humans. At what point does it become uh, kidnapping? <laughs> False imprisonment. Seriously. I mean, if they kept you there for, say, a month, would that be false imprisonment? Well, well, yeah, clearly that would be, Joe. Okay, all right. How about five days? How about 15 hours? <laughs> we need to figure out at right. what point a uh, little delay, folks, becomes kidnapping. <laughs> Oh, my God. And my phone, which I've got an older phone and the battery isn't that good. I ran out of phone power, so I was no I no longer had any anything to read oh. or entertainment or texting or anything like that. I'm completely out of power on my phone. And I'm sitting there just getting hotter and hotter. I'm in a middle seat. Just fantastic. Entertain yourself by watching the sweat drip down the neck of the fat guy in front of you. And for whatever reason, I he means well. The pilot seemed like a really nice guy. Not his fault. I don't think any of it had anything to do with any choice he made. But just the, the whole, we appreciate your patience. Stop saying that. I'm not being patient. I'm doing the only thing I can do. Appreciate your patience on this. Just, I, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what else mm. he could say, but it's just... I, what this sucks this sucks out loud and what i don't understand about the way we put up with flying in the modern world is i gave you a bunch of money in this case five hundred dollars i gave you five hundred dollars 
for an agreement that you're going to do X for me. You haven't done X, so you violated our agreement. You need to do something to make that up, but nothing. There's not even any more. You don't even get a free Coca-Cola out of the deal. You get nothing, nothing, nothing. Thanks for taking my money, asshole. Hey, thanks for your patience. You get a thanks for your patience, but that's it. It's just, you know, so then then they finally say, oh, flight's canceled. Uh, Thanks for, sorry about that. You know, things happen. So everybody just gets off the plane and then goes off to their lives of, like, I guess, getting hotel rooms or deciding to drive where they're going or or missing the funeral or the wedding or the wherever you're going because everybody's got their own individual story. So it's so crazy that we put up with this. And they could have canceled it after 15 minutes. Oh, my giving God. People options. And uh, so wow. when they finally announced, uh, bad news, everybody, after after sitting there for five hours and everybody's got sweat oh. in their eyes and everything, hey, bad news, everybody, it looks like we're going to cancel the flight, so we're going to head on back to the gate. And people kind of groaned a little bit. And I sat there for a second, and then I went, boo! Boo! <laughs> I started yes. bellowing booze. I don't know why. I just I couldn't restrain myself. People looked at me like they thought that that I was going to end up being zip tied to a seat soon. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody joined you. Nobody <laughs> no. vocalized with you. No, no. That's oh, one of the problems I've got. Is I feel <laughs> like I feel <laughs> like we've just accepted that they can abuse us to any level. They don't even owe us a free drink, and we just put up with it. Who's with me? Let's storm the cockpit and I don't know, yell at them or something. Uh, text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I haven't watched the new Lord of the Rings uh, special that they got going on on Amazon, but Elon Musk tweeted out that Tolkien is turning in his grave. So maybe we'll get more of the review from the world's richest man coming up. The first polling I've seen yet, this is from the Cato Institute on attitudes toward the student loan bailout, and they start with just the blanket question of, do you favor or oppose the government for giving up to $10,000 in federal student loan debt for those who earn less than blah and couples that earn less than blah? You probably know the details of it. Unfortunately, and this is disappointing to me, with that blanket description of it, two-thirds of voters support it. I no longer believe in democracy. Madison and Jefferson were wrong. People mm. are not capable of governing themselves, at least once they stop paying attention or thinking. Uh, I can prove that by if you do the same question, but you add in a couple of different extra sentences. So two thirds of voters support it. Unless you throw Yay! in the unless you throw in the sentence, if forgiving primarily forgiving the borrowers primarily benefited higher income people, which it obviously does. Unemployment so much lower for college graduates. People who go to college earn gazillions of dollars more throughout their lifetime. Blah 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 blah. They're the they're definitely the better off class of people in America. So if forgiving the borrower borrowers would primarily benefit higher income people, support drops from two thirds down to one third. Okay, so you're barely paying attention to this story. Uh, how about if they throw in the line of <laughs> if forgiving ten thousand dollars raised your taxes? It also drops down to a third. Oh, I didn't realize that taxpayers were going to have to pay for this. Where'd I you, thought it was the government money. Where did you think the money was going to come from? goes from two-thirds down to a third. This one, if forgiving $10,000 per borrower encouraged colleges to increase their tuition, support goes from two-thirds to a quarter. Which it unquestionably was. Of course it would, will. rather. That's how markets work. Of course it will. Yeah. And if this postpones or prevents anybody from getting to the bottom of why colleges have skyrocketed in cost, are you in favor of it? No, certainly not. We need to get to the bottom of that. If you break it down by party, or uh, because they go Democrat, Independent, and Republican, which is about a third, a third, a third currently in our country, um, it's it's somewhat interesting. Um, it, it's amazing. If you're a Democrat, you support the government bailing out these uh, college kids up to $10,000 even if it primarily benefits higher-income people. That is the modern profile of the Democratic Party. That's amazing. Upscale suburban white people. Even if it encourages colleges to increase tuition and fees, you still support it. That's amazing. Yeah, Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Or, or you just see the world so differently from than I do. I mean, I, I'm not even sure how to to communicate. So the two takeaways from this are, it is true, issue polling is practically worthless because you can change the wording of the question by just a word or two and get completely different results. The other thing is people don't really pay attention to the details of these stories. They hear the overarching, it will bail out the college kids who, you know, those poor plucky college kids who have student loan debt. And two-thirds of Americans say, that sounds like a good idea. Well, it's mostly going to help people that are doing better. They're in the better half. Oh, well, then I don't support it. It's going to be taxpayer money. Oh, then I don't support it. It'll encourage colleges to keep prices high. Oh, then I don't support it. All right. You know, I I referenced earlier the book, The Myth of the Rational Voter, and I just think it may come down to something to talk about in the book, but most people don't think. They just take what is presented to them and have no ability or uh, inclination to think further about, all right, what will this cause? How will it be paid for? That sort of thing. They just don't even think it. Yeah, well, Madison was wrong, as I said. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. You just Google or something, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.